couple housekeeping things before we get started. Loosely Based now has an Instagram. It is loosely based, one word, underscore, podcast. Number two, we will now be releasing episodes the last Monday of every month. We are a monthly podcast, and episodes will come out the last Monday of every month. Anna Cooperberg, Corey Borgman, and Ben Castleman here with yet another episode of Loosely Based. With us in the studio today, we have a very special guest. During our time at Amazon, the stock went up over 200%. Oh, <laughs> She's getting an MFA in fiction and creative writing. She's also a professor at Rutgers. Wow. And she has the same exact face as me, but she's a foot shorter. In a much tinier frame. <laughs> uh, welcome. Rutgers. Welcome, Allie Castleman. Thanks for having me. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. I'm not actually a professor. They just call me professor. That's, she teaches. I'll ask no more questions. She teaches. <laughs> um, uh, Allie, if there was a movie made about your life, who would play you and who would be your love interest? Oh, I forgot to think about this. Everyone does. Yeah, everyone Every it's better if you didn't think about it. Uh, the first person who comes to mind to play me, which is very aspirational, is the person who plays Amelie in Amelie. Mm. I see it. Mostly because I just like her haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, and my love interest aspirationally would be James McAvoy, circa Last King of Scotland. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> both of those references were over my head. A beautiful and that's okay. Film. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a very you film. Or <gasps> the quarterback in Friday Night Lights, whose name oh, I'm blanking. Matt Saracen. Thank you, Northwestern grad. Go Cats! Cool. So this week we watched. Remember the Titans, a American classic, and from what I understand it, a Castleman family favorite, which is why we have not one but two of them here. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Get up, boy, get up, get up, get up. We're still weak on the left side. We're not weak on the left side. It's not the problem. What is the problem? I don't need you up on my face all the time. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. I want you to tell me something about one of your teammates. I'm rooming with Blue, sir. He wears those leopard-spotted underwears, bikini style, sir. Okay, maybe somebody who's not your woman. So, just to get a pulse on the room, everyone say what your relationship with the movie is, and like when did you last see it? How many times have you seen it? And then, like, what your role in in our gorgeous circle of chatter is. So for me, for example, because I'm a human person, I've seen this movie before, <laughs> um, probably at some point in my childhood, though I could not place it, um, but I most recently watched it a few days ago, and believe it or not, I'm the historian. So yeah. Okay. Um, this is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think there is a brother-sister pair that has seen this movie more than me and Allie. 
We had a thing growing up where Allie would choose a like favorite of anything, like a favorite food or movie or song, and then I would just latch on to that. <laughs> That's a good young And um, being a really big football family, uh, we... Go Giants, in case anyone's wondering who they support. <laughs> it's the Giants. Big Gigantes. Yeah. <laughs> um, remember the Titans was a natural pick. We probably watched it like once every six months at the very at least. least. <laughs> and I would say I've seen it at least 40 times. Can you quote along? Yeah. <laughs> but can you quote along? I can, but I'm not as good at it. <laughs> Me and Allie watched together a couple of weeks ago. And for both of us, it was like we hadn't seen it in a, oh. a year and a half. And we were. I was like, Three, this has been months. so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's my relationship. Cool. Um, I think Ben just summed up my <laughs> relationship. It's our relationship. <laughs> I used to be really competitive about the things that Ben copied me in loving. So I think there was a time where I claimed to love Remember the Titans more. Um, but definitely one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I think you've you've since outgrown it as a favorite movie. So this is one that I might <laughs> love more than you. <laughs> This is a fun still competitive, yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the bottom. It's also you tell that. more. <laughs> I would, I would also say it's definitely an Allie and Ben movie, but it's like a Castleman family movie. Mm-hmm. Like For if sure. someone, if this movie is on, our parents will be like, "Remember that, like, come in. remember <laughs> yeah. the Titans is on." Everyone in the kitchen. So if you replaced us with your parents, you guys could still do a great job. Oh. Just the four of you. It's the Castleman podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that would be an interesting pod. My relationship, I guess, is similar, just not to the extent. I also grew up in a football family, and I know this is definitely one of my sister's favorite movies, also from growing up, Um, and my brother. There's three of us. Um, So I hadn't, like, yeah, I've seen it probably a handful, a couple of times as a kid. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's still the same good, feel good movie yeah wait so what were your guys's research topics though also for sure i was the hollywood insider for this i'm the dummy yay and i'm the ref just in case anything (laughs) gets too intense (laughs) thanks Corey. and i'm the i'm the historian i already said that um cool so this movie is beloved amongst so very many people it is considered very out front based on a true story they really plaster that right on the front front screen of it Mm -hmm. i would love to hear what questions do you have about this grand tale of race and sports i mean i feel like the probably true is like the game aspect and like the high school integrating football is a sport (laughs) (laughs) i get it i get it um i feel like the part that i'm like is this true is like um the relationship with coach yost Mm -hmm. and his daughter hayden penitentiary cheryl good question she's really a star because that's who i care the most about in this film and it's just a crazy relationship to me where i like don't my opinion is i don't think it's true Okay. Yeah, how into football was Cheryl? Julius Campbell's playing strong side linebacker. Cheryl. He's so good, he's got all men written all over him. And Cheryl. Cheryl. I 
do not care. And like, did she call her dad coach at like yeah. five and like knew all the plays? Like maybe, yeah. but does she's, Cheryl exist? She was nine and a half. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, Yeah. So I guess I'll just go out there and say it. Like we're looking at a mostly not true story. For I don't, the whole thing or just like, Cheryl's storyline? For the whole thing. Oh. And I'll just... I'm just going to I'm just going to drop that down. I'm going to talk when we talk about trueness. I want everyone to remember our glorious cool runnings episode uh, because I would say the level of trueness is Oof. accurate to cool runnings. But the which thing is, is a Disney thing. Yeah, this is also a Disney. It's film. a Disney thing. So it's oh, like that makes so sense. Little. It's really, I'm, really little. To be completely honest, I knew it wasn't like strict. Yeah, but I did not know it was like two things true but the thing is their names are similar yes You've, so starting with so like that's a what's with cool true yeah. which is cool yes that is different that the names are the same kind of the things that are true in this and the things that are true in cool runnings are sort of opposite whereas for this like the base structure for the most part is true they used i think like five or six of the real names like the the coaches had the same names they were indeed a football team it seems like the racist names were changed which one? Which one? What do you mean? Like the the names of racist characters were changed. Oh, yeah. and the the, names of like none of the racist guys. characters existed. Oh. oh, sorry. Interesting. Just letting you know. So it was easy? An easy integration. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'll kind of tell the story as it is, and then we can talk about how that's different. So the first, like, most fundamental, like, uh-uh, what? Is that they <laughs> did not integrate that year, that they won like that year that was depicted in the movie they integrated oh several years <laughs> wait, earlier wait, so was the football team itself integrated the football team was integrated prior to that year the difference was that was the year that three high schools combined so the tension on the team which there was a lot of tension on the team was actually most of the players and people didn't attribute to race they attributed it to just like when three school, like good football schools join to one there's just a lot of tension in general for like who's gonna play so hmm. pretty much across the board everyone was like yeah like we fought but it wasn't really race stuff it was like more like they cared like those kids obviously were really amazing at football and cared a lot about football. So like they, I mean, they, that was really the, the root of the tension in real life. They integrated like three years earlier. Yeah. I think it was, I have the date somewhere, but it was in the in the late sixties they integrated and then the schools combined. Is that, is there anything about how TC Williams like dealt with integration? Or? Yeah. I mean, so, so kind of what I saw was, that they there was never like protesting outside of the school on the first day like there was definitely a lot of uh like racism at that time like mm. duh um, <laughs> <laughs> and interestingly like most of the racism at that time was not directed like between individuals like on the team or anything but it was definitely directed at coach Boone so Coach Boone hmm. was actually, like, selected. Coach Yost was supposed to be the hedge coach. Oh, okay. Coach Boone was not supposed to, like, be in the picture. They gave it to him because all these schools were combining, and they were about to have, I think it was, like, 21 white head coaches in an integrated school district, and they just knew that was a bad look. So they were going to give Coach Boone the role, expecting him to fail, 
so that Yost could could resume his post. But um, so for that's kind of the like general atmosphere of that time where it was different than the movie because it wasn't. Um, it just wasn't the case that they had integrated that year, although there was the tension on the team. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of like the big bummer from the start. There's there's a lot of other lies as well. I mean, like in one of the big ones, you brought up Cheryl already. First of all, Cheryl had three sisters. So <laughs> <laughs> had to a, edit those. Uh, yeah. Was she the youngest yeah. or the oldest? I, have, I don't know Doesn't which matter. level she was, but Coach Yost was like, yeah, it was pretty weird. <laughs> oh, because they were alive oh, when he saw like this picked? movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, kind of wish my other. Like Cheryl, like, kind of, she would like go to all the games. That was like the extent of her caring about football. Cheryl was honestly a huge role model I know. to me. <laughs> I know. I, Same. For, and this might surprise you, but I, for the first time, was like, oh, this, this girl's a little bit like Allie. Aww. Like this. Oh, what took you so long? I don't I know. I love this episode. <laughs> You're crying. <laughs> um, honestly, Cheryl has way more knowledge than I did at nine and a half or do. I don't watch game film. Mama, are all white girls that crazy? Cheryl was yeah, but you low-key have racist though. Spirit. Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. It's this was an um one of the first times again where I was like, oh, uh, Yost conducted himself super unprofessionally at the beginning like a bunch of times yeah but so did boone i feel like yeah boone was like not so chill all the time boone is the opposite of yeah i just part of me was watching all of this and i was like this is too intense (laughs) like this is high school i've watched Uh, high school football and then no but coach boone i'm like oh relax (laughs) Three a days? That's wild. Well, one thing I will say (laughs) is that, believe it or not, people said that Coach Boone as, like, he wasn't quite as inspirational as he was portrayed in the film. He was just, like, really, really harsh in real life. Like, people (laughs) quit the team to be like, I do not fuck with this dude. Yeah, you can't talk to, I mean, it's a different time, but to talk to students like that. Oh, I, I mean... So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, I I feel like that's the kind of thing I would have expected to be, like, exaggerated because he was a pretty harsh coach. But it seems like they actually may have downplayed it, which is kind of remarkable. Yeah. First of all, this is already more true than Cool Runnings, like, bar none. I feel like. I haven't revealed, like, a thousand things that aren't true. Cool Runnings had, like, two things about it. It had the main, like, the large plot line of, like, there was a Jamaican team thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think it is a little bit more true than that because like they like, took characteristics from. So wait, yes, yes, yes. It Back is more true. T. C. I'm Williams. sorry. Okay. Did they win any games? They not only won any games. They won every game essentially in a landslide. So the final game, the one that was like hugely dramatic, they won twenty-seven to zero. That's fine. I get in that. Real life. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> I'll take that creative liberty. They did, Make it more exciting. I, I for will me to say watch. that they did. There was a game in the middle of the season which was against that school, Marshall. That they that was their closest game, which they won like 
in the 30s to in the 20s and they just kind of moved that to the end of the season because it was a little bit more powerful did they do a dance no Ugh. no dance nothing but, like, no nothing singing. of this sort no like singing did so. they have any special like notable team spirit that made them stand no. out they were just like really fucking good <laughs> like they were so much better than everyone else they won most i think the total score at the end of the season like they're like points they scored versus points that were scored on them was like 300s versus like 40s <laughs> like that was how good they were so the the movie people really had to push to get some like tension of them not winning in because they were excellent at football all right back to cheryl does nikki exist nikki is boone's daughter yes mm-hmm. like he had a daughter they never hung out mm-hmm. cheryl and nikki don't have a relationship were they no the same, were they the same age <sighs> I don't know if they were the same age, but there were multiple Everyone things had being multiple like, daughters. they were not in their, their relationship. Is it wasn't like, was made up. I just got my nails done. I Honestly, my that. favorite part of the movie. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to TC Williams. Does Sunshine exist? Yes. Ooh. Sunshine does Ronnie exist. Bass. Ronnie Bass. Ronnie that Sunshine Bass. That was my one that I was like, they are making a ton of stuff up about this guy. Like, oh yeah, my God. That's my, and they also like toss in this like, is he gay? That's my bone to pick with this movie. <laughs> oh, are we there? Corey's bone to pick. <laughs> yes. All right. We're at Corey's bone to pick. You got the floor. You can't just questionably lob up in the air. I get it. This movie came out in the... 9,000. Thank you. Um, Count on the Early 2000s. I get it. Different time. But you can't just lob up, is this character gay? And never and bring Never it. answer it. Or just be like, ah, just kidding. Like, hey, sunshine. You was just messing with Bertil, right? You, 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 you just messed with his mind, right? You, you're not really gay. What are you talking about, Petey? Look, man, it don't matter to me. You know, if, you know, if, I just got to know, you know, uh, if it don't matter. What's the big deal? I gotta know. Know what? You know what? I gotta know. Don't mess with my mind! In real life... He's not. Like, not in a way that anyone knows about. or It's not like He's a not. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's not a thing that, that real Ronnie Bass is gay. Can what? I make a counterpoint? <laughs> Please. Point, counterpoint. I think the way that he, he as a character dealt with it was kind of progressive. Oh my god. So progressive. Was, I agree. He was like, it doesn't matter. No, no, I agree with that, but it just bothered me because I was like, that's a huge aspect on top of like joining a race team, like having a gay player in the locker room and the fact that it's just like teased with. I understand yeah. there's already enough issues. We don't need to deal with that. But the fact that it was teased and then just like, uh, whatever, yeah. we forget about it. Yeah. That's what my more annoyed about. I weirdly never, I don't think I ever read it as him being gay. Yeah, I feel neither. like it was like him fucking with them. Him yeah. Just fucking with them. Cause he's this like more cool. open-minded hippie. You 100%. Know? But that like, the I thing is, I don't know. That definitely makes sense. It was just that like everyone, like he's treated differently. Like he is shown some sort of like, uh, sh- like looked down upon it. And I guess like, because he's a hippie, which is like, I guess. A he oh, you time. mean by like, by like people outside people as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's like, because he was wearing a puka shell necklace. They're like, get out of here. And it's like, he's, like, he's gay or because so he's cute. a hippie? He's so cute. <laughs> I'll say it again. I'll read my notes just because it's funny. I was going back through my notes in the movie. Yeah. The three lines back to back. Okay. Sunshine. Not as hot as I remember. Why he got to get his hair cut? Okay. With haircut, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
I That's agree incredible. with every single one of those sentiments. But why? Back to Coach Boone. Not a, I don't think a great person. Why does Sunshine have to cut his hair? Uh, it was like the time, I guess. I will say that Sunshine did Everything is the time, mm-hmm. and that all makes sense. Because like, Sunshine needs to sacrifice yeah. something when he's joining the team. And I mean, maybe Coach Boone knew and just queer-dyed him. He did look better afterwards. A yeah. lot of... I actually like, like him with the long hair. I liked both. Hot <laughs> take. Yeah. He does not age well, the actor. Hmm. I did a Google because I was so very curious. He just kind of gets like, I don't know, and everyone on you your know own time. did age well. Ryan Gosling. Also? Not real? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I will say that Ronnie Bass, he in like is quoted later being like, oh, I didn't really have that long of hair. Like, Jerry had longer hair than me. Like, it was like just not really a thing. He was Did from he California. Kiss a boy in the no, room? he didn't do that. He also could probably pitch it three yards. That plot line doesn't make sense. What does pitch at three oh, yards yeah. mean? Uh, Is that a the, throwing term? The whole reason that he wasn't getting put in the game was he couldn't pitch it to a running back. He couldn't like but do you, a little oh. toss to a running back. And then he does that. And then Coach Boone um, gives the I had 12 brothers and sisters speech. Oh and my God, that was funny. It. That was good. It's one, one of the like, best. 12 brothers One of the best moments in the movie. <laughs> no. You had 12 brothers and sisters? Eight. <laughs> that sounds better. I can make that pitch, coach. Yes, you can. When I was 15 years old, I lost my mother and my father in the same month, Ronnie. Same month. Twelve brothers and sisters. I was the youngest one, but they were all looking up to me. Now, I wasn't ready yet either, but they needed me. Your team needs you tonight. Twins right, 48-0 read. Let's go. You had 12 brothers and sisters? Eight. Yeah, 12 sounds better. Is Gary his real name? Well, it's yeah. spelled G E R R Y. Yeah. So but I think it, it pronounced is pronounced Gary. Gary Bertier. Gary Bertier. I hate that so much. And I'm so sorry to the real Gary. It's crazy that he died in a car crash. That's the type of thing that could only be nonfiction. Because it's I know. Because if you wrote it in a fiction book that you write in your MFA class, they'd be like, this is a little too on the nose. <laughs> and we think you should remove it. But it's, it's <laughs> the first car crash real yes okay but so both car crashes are real both car what? crashes did occur he did get um injured he, and then like paralyzed away. in a car crash but what happened that was different from real life is they had it happening f- like a couple days before the final game and in reality it actually happened a few days after the final game oh so he huh. played the full season he played the full season oh, it was the banquet it was the big. banquet that he was going home from where he was got like best defensive oh, so that's player really the end of the season so it didn't matter yeah it didn't point. affect the well, season well i guess it's next season so next sad. Yeah. yeah yes it says yes i'm taking that out of i know sad yes but, but like it didn't like, it didn't they added that in no drama. essentially for drama um which that's is funny because when we were watching it i think ben said why would the mom be there like why yes. would she or was it sam yeah. sam has brought I it up see that or, i would go i feel like that's such a oh my god i i well no yeah. but she leaves her son not at the pit standing at his hospital bedside when he's watching the game to just watch the game in person <laughs> because or, she had to be there for the i mean it was all fake so there we go <laughs> that by the way is our producer sam Khan. yes he's the one who has a heart oh but I guess like she shows up to the game a counterpoint to show that like his spirit is still there. 
Yeah, I like that. Because there are no cell phones. You couldn't like FaceTime in and be like, Gary's here. <laughs> they couldn't put him on the Jumbotron. I mean, it's definitely a tear-jerking choice to yes. have her be at the game. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, on the note of Jerry, just a Gary. few... Okay, well, it's going to be See, it's, it's going to be either and name. both because I'm reading it and it really reads like Jerry, but Gary is <laughs> he was really really good at football and a lot of people think that the movie didn't do justice to like how good he was. Like he was oh, wow. he was all-American and like was so clearly like the star like to for him to be on the team was like unbelievable. So like I mean, I don't know if that makes him like no i think like i'll agree but... to that because i feel like i didn't think he was because at one point he's like he mentioned he's like i'm the captain and i was like it is still training camp no I captains know. have been made rude but then i was th- but if he was truly this amazing player then it's like okay fine but when he said that i was like mm, they did not pick captains yet you are not the leader white man <laughs> you want to talk about a waste you the captain right right Captain's supposed to be the leader, right? Right. You got a job? I have a You've job. You've been doing your job? I've been doing my job. Then why don't you tell your white buddies to block for Rev better? Because they have not blocked for him. Work a plug nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays. Yourself included. I'm supposed to wear myself out for the team? What team? No. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look out for myself, and I'm going to get mine. See, man. That's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain. He started the <laughs> movie just being my greatest enemy oh, on really? the planet. Yeah, I was really, I'm really mad at him. That's fair because he's not he was a rude boy and he yeah. was friends with that oh, Dirk Wad. Hashtag Ray sucks. Hashtag Ray sucks. Spoiler Hashtag alert: Ray's fake. <laughs> Did you guys hear Ray's fake? Yeah, well, you yeah. mentioned that earlier. There's no. Oh, all the racist, racist characters don't exist, right? Yeah. Okay, Ray is one of the racist characters, and he doesn't exist. There, it's like the most caricaturish racism. Yeah, I mean, they really did a, did one with racism because it probably does a good job selling a movie like this. But no, like all of the big racist moments, except for one, were made up. So, like for example, the coach who was like um, Coach Boone like something like comparing him to a monkey like that guy didn't exist the whole banana tossing thing didn't happen um obviously ray didn't exist so they didn't have like these like token racist figures uh gary didn't have a racist girlfriend who like wouldn't (laughs) shake hands or whatever i think emma bosworth is so bad in this movie yeah her accent is terrible yeah wait i think we got the first name wrong kate bosworth kate bosworth Oh, her, her, she plays Emma. Oh, so that's actually really good of you. (laughs) Um, the scene where, uh, Coach Yost announces that he's like not gonna coach TC Williams that year is like the most heartwarming, super racist scene (laughs) in any movie, I think. Yeah. They're all like giving so much heart for Coach Coach Yost, but also being like, I'm never gonna play for. (laughs) Yeah. Coach Boom. Yeah. But they say a different word. Yeah, that's insane. I, I mean, I don't know. I saw a lot of things online, and I think it's worth us talking about, like, what it means at, for, like, Disney to kind of, like, stretch the truth in order for things to, like, seem more racist than they might have been with the intention of, like, selling a movie. Like, do we think that, like, selling racism essentially is 
okay. I don't know. It was something that I saw doing my research and I was like, oh, I think this is worth like thinking about and talking about. I mean, a lot of the racism in the movie is like racism that was true about integrating schools. Mm -hmm. Maybe not T.C. Williams, although probably because it's in Alexandria, Virginia. And Disney's message is like judge someone by their character. I don't have a huge problem with it, mm-hmm. um, but who are we to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have two thoughts. One is that I don't think this movie would be made into that. Like, this is a very two thousand, circa two thousand, yeah, way to make a movie about racism. Did you see Hidden Figures? No, I didn't. Pretty similar. In terms of how they deal with race. Okay, so maybe I'm wrong. In my mind, watching that, like when I've watched this movie recently, I've been like, this is very dated in its presentation of race relations. My second thought is, I don't think it's like, yes, it's very Disney, but I also think it's super geared towards kids. Yeah. Um, Which I think also is part of why it's like so simplified and like caricatured. But also, it probably wouldn't be as much of a feel-good movie if they didn't all, like, get together right. and establish this amazing harmony and have these kind of, like, yeah. really obvious monster racist characters. Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, it, it like, obviously oversimplifies racism and, like, yeah, for removes, sure. like, literally every ounce of nuance that the issue has. And I guess, I think, like, a- approaching that nuance is something that's, like, becoming more common Mm-hmm. Um, so like this criticism might be like a new type of criticism that like, I feel like we do hear more with movies like hidden figures and things that are coming out now is like, Hey, like, is this, is this really looking at this issue? Like we hear more criticism yeah. of those movies. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Then I think probably came out around the time that I also think, I feel like that's great for the kids who are watching movies, um, that are being considered with more nuance because I think it's really easy as like a kid watching this movie in 2000 to be like, Oh, everything's fine. Like yeah, people that's suck the back thing. Sure. like everything. Is yeah. Fine. That you're like, I'm not like that monster. Yeah, so exactly. I ha- mm-hmm. don't have a racist bone in my body. And so if you think that that's like the full gamut of what racism is, then you're bound to be. Yeah. Not only shook. are you like, I'm not like that monster. You're like, oh, I love all these characters mm-hmm. besides the ones that are humongous yeah. monsters. Yeah. I think the one scene in the movie that does have some nuance that I was like, oh, this kind of resonates in 2018 is when That's they nice. go to the restaurant. Um, mm. They don't get a table. And then Blue and Petey are like, you should listen to us. Like, we know yeah. what goes yeah. on. I told you what you mean you didn't know. What do you think I was playing with Man, you? He no, he don't want to know. I think yeah, liberals I like sunshine. Sometimes. And yeah, paired well because he was the California yeah. boy. Yeah. So how? Why would he know? Right. Air liberals like sunshine often are like, no, it'll be okay. And I've I've heard of or been in situations where minorities are are like, no, this is actually how it is. Yeah, I agree. I think that's cool. Um, cool. Thanks for indulging my um, 
my race conversation, guys. <laughs> okay. So did you guys have any other things that you yeah. were like, what are your, you had big questions about? Because I may just have answers. What was the truth about the relationship between Julius and Gary? They were, they were like good friends that it was like slightly stretched. They weren't like best friend brothers but like they were friends mm. um but there wasn't this whole beginning story of like hatred and right. anger um the the team was really like very close um but i will say that and like many of them like they all actually went to gary's funeral um and stayed in touch what glad you brought up the funeral <laughs> okay one is it appropriate slash did it really happen of them singing na 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 no they did nah. not do that na 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 they never sang that <laughs> in the first place na 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 no they didn't do any songs. julius also looks too old <laughs> <laughs> well the way the ages of characters in this movie cracks me up because so many of the actors are obviously like in their mid to late twenties oh, no when they're playing. Yeah, but then Ryan Gosling. But then in the in the funeral scene, they're all just like, let's literally just put a mu- mustache on this guy, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he'll be what, like ten years older. Um, <laughs> and then some of them, yeah, it's just it's. And funny. then Julius looks way too old. Um, I looked at an interview with Donald Faison, who plays Petey Jones, and um, he was saying how Ryan, like they were all like twenty-five-year-old like, adult <laughs> men, and Ryan Gosling was like seventeen, and he was like, "We just knew like he was going to be a star because all these adult Aww. men were just like trying to chill with the seventeen-year-olds." <laughs> okay, he is so fucking cute. Yeah, he dances amazingly in this movie you oh. see it and you're like this is why we get la la land in a yeah. couple of years also oh, wow. just want to <laughs> shout out what's his name Faison. Donald Faison. Donald, it just makes me think of oh hello um <laughs> uh he's amazing in this movie yeah like oh i think God. he's his performance is one of the best really performances let's just jump right into the casting because yes it's mm. unbelievable i do not go. i do not have what ifs but i just think there's so many characters that are like... I mean, Denzel plays the perfect coach. Oh, my God. Den- this entire movie is one Denzel monologue. Talking yeah. about people who have aged well. Denzel, Denzel. Washington. He is not one minute older than he is, was when he <laughs> made that film. Oh, yeah. He's old. Yeah. Um, Cheryl. I mean, Hayden Benatier oh, yeah. getting her that young. and I know. Is she still in stuff? She's yeah, the she cheerleader is. saves the world. That was a while ago. Um, but she's <laughs> in Nashville, which yeah, is like huge. Big show. Nashville's cool. Ethan Suplee, who plays Louis Elastic, the bigger oh, guy. Oh, from God. Boy Meets World. Oh, I was trying to place where I knew him it's from. That. Oh, Louis Elastic yeah, is one of the best They're just characters. all filled. Like, I, they must have had a good vibe on set because I feel like you can really, t- like, I mean, it's all Feel like the that. singing, dancing scenes. You're like, mm, this oh is a God. fun locker room. Even some of the the like super background characters. 
We haven't even talked about Wood Harris, who has a re- who has had a really good career. Julius, who has had mm. a really good career since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really crushed it. But I guess Disney like has the capacity to crush it. Yeah, just pulling Ryan Gosling up from the oh Mouseketeers. Oh. Uh, How pissed do you think Justin Timberlake was that he didn't get cast? Yeah, yet? like he could have been famous, but instead <laughs> oh wait he was already in backstreet yeah. boys by this point <laughs> never mind this was ryan's time apologies was also, there any other like were there any like backstage like fun facts about like these people hated each other these people were best pals <laughs> like this guy what was the relationship um between oh actually this is a question for <laughs> Dana. i can handle it hopefully uh between yost and boone in real life they in real life it was i think pretty similar to the film like they there was definitely not this aspect of like yost caught on to the plot to like make them fail so that they would like fire boone and he would get the hall of fame part of that is that there was not a hall of fame for virginia Mm. coaches at this time that was one of the questions i had yeah so that whole thing was a fabrication um but they did like have a halfway decent coaching relationship. They obviously had different styles in in real life, just as any two coaches might. And then they went on to kind of do the circuit together. What you did with those boys? You were the right man for the job, coach. Your Hall of Fame in my book. Both of them gave lots of interviews. I think everyone appreciated this movie for being able to like get to tell their story and. I think, like, everyone had some problems with it because, like, I think Yost's biggest problem was probably that three of his daughters were omitted completely, you know, like, mm. big things like that. <laughs> That's um, a good father, though. Yeah. He was like, yeah. That's a decent bone to pick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a his, boon to pick? That's his boon. Oh. Well, well, well. That's Yost. Yeah. <laughs> That's his Yost to pick. So. Um, I also think the actor who plays Yost is amazing in this movie. Also just want to plug a scene in After Hours, a Scorsese movie. Sorry, I just have to do this, where Coach Yost is a leather daddy. Like he's all in leather. Yeah. And he's in some type of sexual situation. Yeah. You should check it out. Ben Castleman's official definition of leather daddy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what story, side of the story I wanted to hear while watching this? What? But I guess maybe it's obviously like more true to what it was because I found out they integrated many years before. Yeah. The cheerleaders integrated seamlessly in the background and it is never questioned upon. There are black and white cheerleaders working together perfectly. I had the same exact thought. I've never thought about the cheerleaders in this movie. Uh, because I saw uh, the cheerleaders and I was like, I was like, I was just must like, find out. I was like, oh, some of them are black, some of them are white. Did they also integrate perfectly the same year? And they both started pre-camp early? I think there, uh, there's That's actually... That's the story I honestly wanted to see. I think there was actually an accompanying, an accompanying <laughs> documentary um, called Bring It On that came out like really <laughs> close to... I was going to mention it myself. Fun fact about background uh football ambiance <laughs> the the band was a real high school band that not tc williams's but they were like wow i mean the perry high school marching band mm-hmm. from perry georgia mm-hmm. where, where they, they filmed, filmed where they filmed in, in the mo- most of the mm-hmm. movie so they weren't really in gettysburg 
Uh, or did they film that on location? I I think it was. I think that was still Georgia. I'm I'm not sure. I was thinking, it's just so beautiful. Like the landscape, um, I know, is so beautiful. And also, shout out in a kind of basic way to the cinematography. I think there are like some good moments. <laughs> <laughs> like like at Gettysburg. What what are you talking about? Like even like. Um, the first time Boone is on the field by himself and it's just like him and the field and the lights yeah, come on. They're just yeah. like nice touches that that are slightly surprising for this type of movie, I think. Yeah. It's also an interesting moment where he throws up because it's like the only moment in the movie where he isn't like Humanized. perfectly presentable. I took note of that. That was the, my favorite moment. of. That's his. the equivalent of Penny Lane shedding a single tear. Yes, but mm-hmm. shout out a way less iconic uh, moment. Yeah, true. All right, let's talk quotables because this movie is so quotable. Straight boys love to quote it because it is so <laughs> intense. Obviously, I've been in many of a pump up speech that somehow someone goes strong side and you're like, what? <laughs> um, or like fresh bread. Someone please dissect that. What? What is pain? Fresh bread? French bread. Ah, Wait, I don't get that. Somebody tell me what that means. Pan. Pain. Ah, pen. Is it that smart? Please tell me it is that that smart. No, it's just saying that like they want all of the hardships of like making a good football team. I'm almost positive. And this is something that I didn't. I didn't actually in the dozens and dozens of times we've watched this i had never like caught that line until this last viewing and i think it's what is pain french bread and it's because bread in french is spelled p i i think she's got to be right there's no way that what is your argument i don't want to think about anything else it is french because let's go through okay what is pain french bread what is fatigue what is pain french bread what is fatigue armor clothes what is fatigue? Army clothes. That's like you're called fatigues. So it, it oh, is just coach Boone. Mm. Wow. I love this movie at least ten times more. <laughs> coach wow. Boone with the wordy wordiness. That's a big shout out to um. What is pain? French bread. Is there more to it? We want some more. We want some more. We want some more. We want some more. Turn in. What's what's the other ones that they did? There was that one, and what's there was the left side, strong side, which beyond me, I don't. Is it a football thing? Yeah. Yes. Both linebacker positions. Wait. Left side linebacker, strong side linebacker. So they put the stronger person on the left. No. No, it's just like general term. Okay, you want my favorite quote? I wrote it down because it was yes. so wild. Uh, a play call later in the end. It was a fake 23 blast <laughs> with a backside George reverse. reverse. <laughs> Craziest sex position I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. I mean, the best quote is has the title in it. Yeah, right? that speech. Can you do it? Can you do it together? Um, I don't think I could do it straight through. You but can I do can it and then he can fill in the blanks. Line. How does it start? I don't want them to gain. I don't want them to gain one yard. No. A single <laughs> yard. <laughs> Another yard. Help me. You, you blitz. blitz. You blitz all, all night. night. 
if they so if much they as pass the line of scrimmage, I'm taking every last one of you out. I want them to they remember, remember forever the night the they night played the Titans. Wasn't there one other time where he said he was going to stick his foot so far up yeah. someone's ass yes. that something yeah. else was going to happen? That was in like his or initial speech to the team. Mm. Oh, yeah, if they, if they dropped your a John, pass. Your John, your John Brown yeah. hind parts? Something <laughs> like that? Okay, the... Now back to later when they do the dance, uh, everywhere we go. Did they make that up? Like, is that where that came from? Yes. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. Everywhere we go. People want to know. People want to know. sure but i want to everyone say, says like we are the titans no, like that's the only way i, I, I want to say that. no i think it, i i just because i feel like i don't think so either camp but since like yeah 1700 they must it's have just been doing so that. it's so camp we are the titans we are the titans mighty 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 titans oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> real good um <laughs> How you feel? Did we all yeah. try to learn the dance as a kid when we first watched this? Yes. No. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's nodding. Yeah. No. Okay. Just me. Uh, I probably did the like initial yeah. slide. The slide, I think, is the biggest. Yeah, thing. they were good too. I was so proud of them. Um, since we brought up camp, do you, do you know anything about the training camp that they did? A little bit. So they did go to Gettysburg. Real. Um, Coach Boone did like integrate the buses before. Oh. Um, I mean, not that they were like intentionally segregated, but like oh, people but were sitting with their friends who happened like, to be awful. from. But he was integrating the three schools. Yeah, that was yeah, three schools coming exactly. Um, oh, interesting. He and he did so. He did integrate the buses before leaving. And one of his quotes was, "I forced them on each other. I forced them to learn about each other's <laughs> culture. I forced them to be a part of each other's lives." Okay, that oh, is that's very, really cool that that's actually yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what he said. I believe him. No, that's I, I like think. a big truth yeah. thing for the movie. Yeah, another great line, one of the best lines, uh, is when they're like swap when they're trying to learn stuff about each other. Mm. And Ryan Gosling's character is making Blue um, listen to Act Naturally. And he goes, do the words cruel and unusual punishment mean oh. anything to you? <laughs> um, I, watched, I watched the deleted scenes for the first time. They're pretty bad. Oh. So <laughs> Gladly I'm, deleted. I'm so glad they're not in the movie because every other part of this movie is perfect. <laughs> um <laughs> But they do like a bunch of songs where Ryan Gosling is like jamming out. It's funny to see that. Um, in the training camp, apparently they did not tell the actors, but they like actually went through it and they really had to train. And Donald wow. Faison says that they like got really good at football. And then a lot of actors still had stunt doubles, but he did everything but one thing, he said. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's really cool. Shout right, out. Back to the Midnight Run. Oh, yeah. Oh, Midnight Run was a no. But they went to Gettysburg? They did. They, they like, did training camp at 
like the like University of Gettysburg, Gettysburg. They and they did like have a tour of Gettysburg with like a tour guide, <laughs> but they didn't like go on a midnight <laughs> run to like the field and have um, Coach Another Boone speech. like Take have an amazing monologue. No, that did not happen. I'm sure the tour guide was pretty. Um, yeah, probably pretty similar. Pretty inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Um, That's all right. But also, like, who could deliver that? No. Denzel. Denzel. Denzel is Denzel. Denzel. I mean, I never was on a sporting team where I had a coach coach, really. But, like, do coaches give up, give speeches that, like, whoa, in real life? Obviously, they don't have music in the background. Yeah. They do. You remember a time on a sporting team. Coaches are like so good at this because you Color also get that they're not. Yeah, that's what I was they're not say. saying it off like out of their ass. Coaches like literally sit at home and they're like, "Do you think?" Yeah, they like ask their like family. They're like, "Does this sound good for the big game?" Like I remember being at halftime in a soccer game where we were like losing and the coach like giving us a really good speech and then like us winning. Yes, I played soccer. I think color war captains give <laughs> speeches. I don't think I've had a coach. That was super inspiring. Mm-hmm. I did, did not love my high school coaches, but I've heard that color war captains and like people who are playing with me give pretty in, like good pump up speeches. Michael Strahan <laughs> has definitely made some yeah. great pump yeah. up speeches you, in you, his day. You hear a lot of good pump up speeches from yeah. professional athletes. That's fair, and probably professional coaches. Corey, get with it. All right, <laughs> fine. All but right, we should give a shout out to. Gregory Allen Howard, the screenwriter Uh, for this mm -hmm. movie, who did write a bunch of incredible speeches, and I was pleased to learn is an African-American man. Love that. Um, That's one one up from uh, Cool (laughs) Running. The original script was apparently full of profanity, Mm. but... Disney was like, "Mm mm-mm. Yes, exactly. Disney... Um, asked Jerry Bruckheimer to remove all extreme profanity mm. from the script. They also brought in uh, a Israeli director. Mm. Interesting. So it was not a someone who's familiar with. It was American not a football? black director. <laughs> no, he was actually not familiar with American football. Interesting. He, he had to learn on the fly, and I think that might be part of the reason why some of the things don't make so much sense, like hmm. the pitch. The pitch. There are other things. One thing, my bone to pick with this movie. Ooh, Ben's bone to pick. Um, <laughs> is in the second to last play where they have to cause the other team a fumble. Mm-hmm. Julius Campbell's running down someone on the other team. Marshall. Right. Julius, <laughs> Julius Campbell's running down someone on Marshall. Um, the. Running back on Marshall is running so strangely. <laughs> He's like really like so pumping his arms and it looks very Well, weird. he just doesn't look fast at all. Yeah, it looks like he's like doing more <laughs> with his arms than his legs. It doesn't make sense. That is Damn. my one and only bone to pick. Everything else is All right, time to talk glow up. Kind of hard because... This movie does a nice ending montage that catches you up where they are. But normally in loosely based films, they then also show you the real pictures of the real people. This time we got none. I I will say that one thing that helps the glow up factor is that most of the bad people didn't exist in real life, you know? So we didn't have like... 
So like, glow downs for people who like weren't actually racist but were portrayed like horribly. Oh, they just added new yeah, they added down. Ba- yeah, so. which is like I guess good for people who weren't brought down. But boring. Well, um, Cheryl gets a glow up in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, true. She's one badass woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Coach Boone, you said, was not quite as inspirational. And Denzel Washington's one of the best actors. Yeah, <laughs> that's a glow he up. He got a glow up. Shout out to that. Um, the casting is so good in this movie that I feel like everyone just gets like a glam up pretty much because besides the racists <laughs> who don't deserve one. Um, because just they're played by the best actors. They're such great characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Moving on. Dana, did you cry? I cried three times. Name the specific. Oh. All right. No, everyone like, stop. Okay. Everyone guesses three times. One guess. See if we can get them all three. Mm. Okay. Go. Well, I have certainly cried <laughs> to this movie. Only Dana has emotions in this group. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, so guess when you cry. Ben has really good cry, emotions. And I bet that Allie does cried. too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I assume that she cried the first when Julius gets to the hospital. Oh my god. Don't tell us yet. We have Julius gets to the hospital. I basically cried throughout most of this movie. Not this time, right? I I cried. Cried a little. Can I just say when I cried? Yeah. yeah I feel like it's probably relate. exactly yeah. the well, same. Well, I feel like you kind of need to know you kind mm. of have to have already watched mm. it. But as soon as fire and rain starts um, which is I think it's oh yeah see I didn't cry at the beginning because I don't know yeah, what's Gary's about Gary's girlfriend oh like, I got the chills. they like say goodbye oh. and like it seems normal and then you see Yost and Cheryl in the bleachers oh. and like he just got he just like didn't get the Hall of Fame and that's really emotional and she's crying and then Gary's riding through the street wait, wait, wait. and then oh oh I missed the best part um, and then Boone is at home, and like mm. previously, oh you've seen. Um, I forget what the first scene. It's echoing back to an yeah, earlier scene where everyone was like not chill yeah. with them, and they're uh, like, and they're just like, um, what do they say? You're we're gonna win state. Yeah, we're gonna win state. Everyone yeah. just like starts like cheering. Yeah, well, he's holding up yeah, his daughter, yeah, yeah. and she's screaming, "We're gonna win state!" And then the crash happens. Yeah, and it's just if I, I that would have been a nightmare for a me. Beautiful yeah. roller coaster. But yeah, I think. Well, what do you think? I mean, you just hit a large montage, and you, and then you said, "Julius." So when when Julius post-crash. when Julius gets to the hospital, it, it's over for me emotionally. But I didn't I didn't full on cry this yeah. time. Those are my biggest, I feel like, now I'm trying to think of a third time. But it's like... I honestly, like, don't even know if I could place the third, third. time. I know that it, like, started. It wasn't, like, when the crash happened, like, I kind of knew it was going to happen, but I was still a little bit surprised. And then it was, like, in the hospital with Julius and then, like, on and off for the rest of the movie. And I think when the mom came out on the stands mm. was, like, a big one for me. Yeah, honestly, I start tearing up when the movie starts and you just hear like well tears the music in this is actually yeah. iconic yeah yes. it's used it's amazing it is the most iconic part of the movie yeah it's used for an incredible amount of things 
Um, it's been used in every Olympic coverage since the movie came out. It was also the song that played after Barack Obama was elected president in 2008. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless the United States of America. Incredibly iconic music. Also, the soundtrack is, is soundtrack incredible. Yeah. incredible. The um, soundtrack. Fire and Rain. I know you want to leave. Yes. Ain't Too Proud to Beg. Ain't No Mountain High. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. We let you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, one so other thing good. that I, I want to throw out could be, could be a hot take. I think the montage when they start winning games... When it changes to like film, yeah, yeah, is the greatest montage in film history. <laughs> that's your hot. Take. I will. I, will uh, <laughs> I mean, that's hot. I was ready. I was like, my hot take is I don't think Coach Boone's that great of a person. <laughs> I will uh, challenge anyone to find a better montage than that one. I'm not gonna say no, um, but I, but I'm not gonna say yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. My argument. I can't think is, of anything. Up's beginning, where you f- mm. the whole story of the Oof. two characters oh, up. I'm that sorry. is hell, I'm and sorry. that's a great that, montage and storytelling. That is. I remember the Titans. That's the best montage. Cannot believe it. That's the only thing I remember about Up. Like that, what one two minute montage was like made up yeah. as a movie. Cool. This is Up, Damn. based on a <laughs> true story. <laughs> Loosely based, well, um, but amazing, amazing. Remember, I think up is a so up is a close second. <laughs> up is a close. We'll we'll agree on that. We can do a lightning round at this point. I think of just like what are our facts that we have left over. Um, I actually really only have one, and that was, and I think this is crazy, that one of the things that I was like, did that really happen, was uh, Coach Boone getting the brick thrown through his window, because that's like pretty intense. It not only happened, but it was not a brick, it was a toilet commode. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. A toilet commode was thrown through his window, which obviously, okay, and I've done a little research. I like don't know exactly what a commode is, but I think it's yeah, that's that's it. ask, so confident. That is what, what is, you were like, a toilet commode. Like, is this a like, thing everyone Everything said something. toilet commode. Everyone in the room, every, everyone besides Dana locked eyes and was like, should we know what a toilet commode is? So I thought it was like a full toilet, and I was like, that's insane. It's like the, thing that like if you're in the hospital and you're like sitting with like a walker but it's like kind of a seat it's like more of a seat than a bed so where the bedpan goes in yeah a toilet commode (laughs) i think and so it's like a walker was thrown into his window i don't know what part it might have just been the like the pan part i don't know and it may or may not have been filled with poo that was not clear to me but it was something that disney was like let's just do a brick you know, they throw it in. Kid turns to his parents. What is that? <laughs> a toilet commode? <laughs> I think I, I think the brick is is interesting because five years later, Coach Carter also gets a brick thrown through his window. I just want to warn uh, all the coaches out there that if you're a coach in a sports movie, you gotta watch out for bricks flying through your window or toilet commodes or certainly. toilet commodes. <laughs> 
Next lightning round fact, Boaz Yakin, that's the director of the film, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he wanted to make it authentic, so he used real high school referees. In the cool. Movie. I like that. Because that's <laughs> that what you cool. saw, and you're like, that person threw the flag well. <laughs> <laughs> He's done that before. Nobody else can do life. this as well. Can we talk about... Um, okay, I have another bone to pick. There's some holes in this movie. <gasps> Ben's bone to pick. Ben might not love this movie as much as he's pretending. No, I really like every scene that I think of. I'm like, this is amazing. But Yost to make the ref stop being racist is like, I'll take it to the papers. I'll take it to the papers. (laughs) And then like threatens that he'll get thrown in jail. Like (laughs) how is the ref going to get thrown in jail for being a racist ref? That's insane. It's a good point. But that is a great scene. Uh, yeah, amazing. Um, <laughs> but he, this movie has world class. <laughs> uh, he's Hall of Fame in my book, um, and in Cheryl's. Yes. Uh, next lightning round fact is that this came out one of the last weekends of September, and opened to a pretty big weekend, and saved se- September of two thousand from being. One of the worst movie weekends of all time. Wow. Also in September of 2000 was Almost Famous coming <gasps> out. Huh. sisters. Not, not a humongous box office hit, apparently. But. But. You kept. Cult hits. Saying that sentence so slow and I'm like, and 9-11 happened. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it didn't. That's <laughs> not that year. Wow. Big we can only do movies from September 2000. Month. Let's find the next one. <laughs> Huge month for loosely based films. I just read through my notes again. A lot of it is, this is too masculine for me. Too much energy. And is California code word for gay? <laughs> He's from, yeah, I think yeah. In, that, in that instance, it certainly was. He's from California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I mean, one important fact is just that um, there's a almost famous musical coming out. So if any of our listeners want to buy me a ticket, I'll go with you. All right, let's end this with (laughs) na, 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 hey, 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 goodbye. Na, 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 na. Goodbye, listeners. See you next time. Before recording this episode, I got to talk to the real-life Petey Jones. He was lovely and gracious and still works at T.C. Williams to this day. It was truly a childhood dream to talk to him. Unfortunately, at that time, he was going through chemotherapy, and he told me that his good friend Julius Campbell was also in the hospital. Our thoughts and prayers are with them and their families. This episode is dedicated to them. Additional thanks to Lauren McCracken. The theme music for this episode was made by Danny Kelleher. The podcast artwork was made by Caroline Mortensen. We are produced by Jacob Greenberg and Sam Kahn. And a big special thanks to Donald Whalen. If you enjoy Loosely Based, remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps. 
If you would like to advertise anything at all, suggest a movie, or just say hey, message one of the hosts or send an email to looselybasedpod at gmail.com. That is looselybasedpod at gmail.com. Catch us next time as we discuss the King's Speech. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then.